Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> the lingo. I'm like, you better go to bed right now. No cap. <laughs> <laughs> bet. 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 For real, for real. Except for if you're writing a text message, yeah. it's FR, FR. Yeah. <laughs> she getting it down. Facts. She got it down. The goat. You're tuning in to Keep Wake Aloud, the podcast, and this is episode five. I'm so excited about this one. It's a really special episode. Uh, we sat down with Lindsay Lippman of KXXV Prescription and DJ Precise. And 94.5 The Beat. 94.5 The Beat. And we're really excited uh, to sit down and talk about the Waco Hip Hop Doc, uh, Blood, Sweat, and Beats. And it's a really, really big deal for the city of Waco that this is going on. And because of that, their title sponsor, MC Art Supplies, is our title sponsor. They are providing all of the art supplies for for Scuba Valley to actually do a live art installation at the Waco Hip Hop Doc premiere on February 22nd at the Hippodrome. And we're really excited about it. Yes, it's going to be incredible to watch Scooby do his work. I can never spell Scooby's name on Instagram. <laughs> it's SK. You yeah, have to think I, about I, it every single I, yeah, time. Yeah, but it isn't Six it's O's like SKC or something. You know, I just go SK at this point and yeah, it just auto goes you. in. Sure, you know, sure. it knows we're friends. Yeah, I don't know him like that oh yeah, i'm sure. sorry i have an original scooby artwork so it was a present right yeah it was a present for jacob uh jacob actually uh had a piece of art that i did not allow him to bring <laughs> to our next apartment because disclaimer brooklyn apartments are very small yeah. and if you hang something yeah. up on your wall Stay you're gonna see it from every single have. angle in the house <laughs> right you know what i mean you're gonna see if it's hanging in the living room you're probably gonna see it in the bathroom you mm-hmm. know what i mean like it's just a really small room. room. Yeah, same yeah. room. So it was not going to follow us to the next apartment, but I did tell Jacob that he could take a picture of it, hmm. to which he then framed it for all of our friends. I think we have three versions of this picture framed in our house True. of different colors and different layouts. And I had Scuba Valley recreate it for him for Christmas. And the full ver- original version size of it. It's beautiful. Uh, which is three by four. Five feet or something. Wow. Incredible. Three by five. I th- it's something like That's that. That's really big. It's not three by five. It's the size of a large toddler. It, yes. it is. It yeah. is currently the size of a large toddler. Yeah. I love the fact that somebody slam dunking a hamburger instead of a basketball. Well, you can see from the art that it was at one point a basketball, ah. and then they superimposed a hamburger yeah, they, they onto see. So it was the a basketball. found piece of art that yeah. was turned into another yeah, version. Yeah, I would of love art. to see the original. Only thing I've seen is what Scooby did. It looked just. I mean, he got yeah. it perfect. Oh, really? Nailed. He wow. nailed it. That's I mean, fantastic. exactly. Yeah. He even like he sent me like in process photos and he had like printed out the picture I sent him and was like re- he was like are you sure you want it this sloppy <laughs> he was cool. like I could make it better yeah. and I was like no 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 it needs to look exactly it, yeah. it, it needs, needs to look yeah. exactly to look like, like that crap. Yeah. <laughs> I not only paid yeah. him to do this but um, he also gets into every keep like a lot of it for free forever now wow. so it's quite a deal <laughs> it's a you, pretty good deal you, you really overpromised for something Jacob just called crap <laughs> <laughs> That's great. 
well, you know. Yeah. We do things for people we love. We do. And we do it at the shop. The shop. Located 2001, 2001 Franklin. Franklin. Iconic. What's the uh, combination to the safe? Four. We are in the studio here at Rogue Media, sitting with pretty much the masterminds of the Waco Hip Hop Doc. Am I right? Uh, That's right. We'll take that. We'll take take it. That's awesome. Well, uh, why don't we take just a quick moment to introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about who we got here. here? Ladies first. Thank you. (laughs) Such a gentleman. (laughs) I'm Lindsay Lipman. I'm the evening news anchor at 25 News, and I grew up in Mejia, Texas. And so we used to be 817 area code but 254 is my area code now and I started this out it was really basically this documentary has been a gift to all of us and so now I would consider uh, prescription and uh, size family and um, I'm just excited to be here to to tell this story. Awesome. No doubt, no doubt. Feeling is very mutual. I'm DJ Precise. I was brought on by Prescription and uh, Miss Lindsay, you know, to help out with this event. You know, this epic situation that's going on for Waco. I'm just really speechless, really, because it's so much. I can't even soak it all in, like even doing stuff like this. I work on the radio and here I am, like, can't even get out what I want to say because <laughs> I'm so, you know, I'm so <laughs> caught up about the situation. You know, it's just powerful for us yeah. to be able to do what, what we're doing with this spearheaded by Miss Lindsay and uh, Prescription for real. What do we got over here? Uh, prescription, man. Yeah. If you spell it right, you're spelling it wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta spell it wrong to spell it right. I stole that from him. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Uh, I am a hip hop artist, among other things. Actually from West Texas, which is just outside of Waco. Been here my whole life. And like pretty much what Sy said, being around here and making music this long and, um, What's going on right now? This is a beautiful thing. All of us here at this table right now. So yeah, I appreciate y'all having me. Appreciate Ms. Lindsay, everything she's doing. Yeah. And we're ready to dive in. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, uh, I think it was Lindsay earlier before we were recording who said a year ago today, none of us, well, you two knew each other, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Lindsay, uh, size, prescription, Jacob and I as a group yeah. did not exist. And now it's like, look at us. I feel like we're all like I said, family now. And I think it's because we all have a common goal in mind and everything that we do really is out of a love for our community and for each other. And so I think that's why we kind of all gelled together like this. But it's really interesting because I think our friend group and everybody who's involved in this documentary really is so diverse. We're all so different, but we we all find something together to push for. And that's what I love. I mean, we've been over to, to Sice's mom's house a couple of times times and uh, there's nothing that I wouldn't do for them. And so I'm glad that out of this, out of this art, um, it's made our community stronger, I think. Absolutely. I was mm-hmm. very jealous of that dinner, by the way. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I bet, hey, I bet Sice's mom the, the invitation is, is open. Cook. The invitation <laughs> is open. Hey, I tell anybody, I tell everybody, every Sunday, just hit me up, say, Sice, Sice, what's going on? Well, mom cooking this Sunday and hey, you can pull up, you know? She don't do she don't do nothing special. She do it every Sunday, so it's like it ain't oh, special so no good. more. Uh, it's just something she does every oh, Sunday. it's probably like, special. Exactly. Except when it's, I went over there. To, to her, it's just something she do, you know, every Sunday. So. We went over there and I brought my four little kids. They're ages eight, seven, six, and three. And uh, Slice says, Mom, I'm not going to eat that slave food. And I said, Slice, <laughs> don't say yeah, that. Yeah, that, that week she happened to have like some hog maws and chitlins and something. I'm like, Mom, I don't, I don't do the slave food. I'm sorry. I don't do it. That's you know. what Slice said. Chilling. I said, yeah. my kids are going to go back to school. They're going to go back to school and say that. She said, my kids are going to go back to school and say that. You know that, right? I'm like, they're going to be like, Mom, I don't eat slave food. And I'm going to be like, I, y'all, I don't, I don't say Blame that. Blame it on Uncle Sice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uncle, Blame it on Uncle Sice. Uncle Sice, oh, man. You know. Man, that's fantastic. Oh, my God. <laughs> y'all don't do the slave food, y'all. That's, 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 that's on the record. You know what I'm saying? I don't do the I slave do. food. It was all very good. Oh, yeah. my God. So, okay, before we really dive into uh-huh. the Waco Hip Hop Doc, which is one of the major reasons why we're all here. I just, I want to hear about prescription and precise one at a time. Your your history in the Waco hip hop scene. Maybe give us a quick synopsis. Oh, well, man, Sice is, Sice is the OG of this situation. He definitely has been in the game longer than me, so he should probably, he, he should probably tell it first. You know what I mean? Well, me, I grew up in Hillsborough, which is right up the street from Waco, but I actually lived here in Waco as a child as well, living with my aunts in uh, Parkside Villages. So I kind of grew up in the projects here, and every summer I was here, and uh, I really kind of just discovered hip hop in Waco. I remember when the message came out and a friend of mine was packing a big jam box, rocking through the projects, playing the message. And I was like, man, what is that? And I was like, I love that song. And then really that song made me fall in love with hip hop. 
You know what I'm saying? So I really, you know, it, it's crazy that Hillsborough is only 30 minutes away from Waco. So I'm like here every other weekend. And even sometimes, you know, not telling my mom's business, but sometimes we actually had to stay with my aunt. You know what I'm saying? We actually lived there, you know, even as a child. So I moved away and then came back. And as I graduated from uh, from Hillsborough High School, I moved to Houston, lived with uh, Scratchmaster T and Donna C. Oh. Another big part of Waco hip hop history, they uh, brought me in. You know, me and a friend of mine, uh, R.I.P. Quentin Williams, uh, Big Quinn, we had one of the first songs ever dropped in Hillsborough called I'm a Fanatic. It was the first recorded hip-hop song in Hillsborough, Texas is, is facts and uh, no cap as Lindsay say. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright that, Lizzie. Yeah, you know, but uh, it's probably taken. You know, we've been doing it for a while. You know, Scratch Master T taught me how to scratch. Uh, you know, with the records and uh, Go DJ Batman taught me how to do the mixing thing. He gave me my first job here in Waco, Texas. Batman did at a club oh, called wow. Jealousy back in the day. And you were driving a truck when? Yeah, I drove a big truck before too. you got on the radio. Yeah, before the radio, you drove. Rakes? Yeah, eighteen wheelers. Yeah, I drove eighteen Whoa. wheelers. Yeah. Hey. What was yeah. your handle? Same thing, size. Everybody called me size. I mean, really, you know, really, I was kind of militant on the uh, on the big truck because uh, you know, when you drive big trucks, you kind of get to hear what really America thinks about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really hear a lot of prejudice. You hear a lot of people talking about this and that and colors and all that. I went in that. And one night, I had a guy shut him down so tough. He was like, N-word this, N-word that. I can't stand this. I said, I'll tell you what. I said, if you was to die right now in this truck right now and you go to heaven and Jesus is black, what you going to do? <laughs> you shut up. Yeah. Quiet. Microphone cut off. Everything. Silence. Mm-hmm. That's how I live, man. I don't see color. I see, we all bleed the same. You know what I'm saying? For real. Absolutely. Well, and Sice, he does a lot of, it's almost like he, at the radio station that he's in a pulpit because he tries to spread a lot of positivity to everybody through the radio. And I've seen it firsthand. I mean, he really gives hope to a lot of people that may may be in a tough situation. It may be a temporary situation and they can turn on the radio and listen to Sice or they can call into the radio station and it just gives them that moment where, um, and this is one of the themes, I think, that, that hip hop, the culture and the music, it's so much more than the music. It's connecting the community. It's, sure. you know, breaking down some of those barriers. Yeah. And so I think that once you put a microphone in front of Sice, it's meant to be because he's kind of speaking from the pulpit a little a little bit, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's Motivational Mondays, right? Yes, yes Motivational Monday. Every Monday. Five. Yes, Motivational Monday real quick. Texas Tuesday, Wildlife Wednesday, Throwback Thursday, and Freaky Friday. That's my favorite. Mary Jane was 67. My sister's on every Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. What you got there, man? Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. Pulled up. Okay. A skunk by us power positive. That's that Power Rangers group. Yeah. Now we're all taking pics. Let me clean up. I'm gonna need that in a size small. Size got the exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know G. Exclusive. I'm the oldest one in the room. Y'all get this first. Give description of what's happening here. <laughs> e Da Vinci Versatile That's just sexy. came into the recording booth. And Are you talking about me or the shirt? No, I'm sure. That's that's a really great shirt. No, it is. Uh, really dope. Get a graphic of that. Really dope. Uh, <laughs> all right, Scrib, your turn. Your turn, Scrib. Oh, uh, I talk all day. Script. All right, yeah. Um, Man, I started off uh, just rapping, making, you know, like I guess everybody starts off doing something. I started off just rapping. I wanted to rap. Then in wanting to rap, then, you know, you need, you know, you got to pay for everything. So then I kind of taught myself how to engineer. Then I taught myself how to do graphics. Then I taught myself how to work the camera, you know, just kind of started to learn as much stuff as I could. So over the years, uh, I've done a whole lot more than just rap. I've also um, helped engineer projects and thrown events and uh, like put the documentary like we're talking about now. Like I just try to do any Anything that I can think of, um, hip hop, you know, that's really all I try to yeah, focus it, on. It really just just having we said earlier a year ago we didn't know each other. Yeah, but yeah. just having known you for as long as we have so far, just just to see that it isn't just about the music, and also for for Sice as well, it really is a interconnected community that you guys are trying to continue to no push doubt. up, and it's really incredible. I take pride. You got a lot of people. No, not to not to you know be negative, but you have a lot of people who who aren't really proud uh to be a part of stuff that's going on you know what i mean like like in me i feel proud to be part of like accepted in waco culture being that i'm i'm from west you know what i mean like I, i'm originally from west but i've been out here making music for over 15 years so like I, i've always i've never taken that lightly you know I, that's why i always try to do everything i can do to try to help the situation of what's going on because you know i, I greatly appreciate being a part of that you know yeah, me I mean? too i really do too i mean it's, it's a you know a big thank you to the city to be accepted you yeah. know 
know, yeah. like you say, not being born and raised just right here, but being here throughout our lives and doing so much to help the community. You know, they they see that and they see that we really, really bleed this Waco area, blood, sweat and tears. It's like the documentary yeah. says we really bleed that. I mean, we really want to see our people win. And that's what it's all about. You know, yeah. and I want to say something about script real fast, because this whole thing started out really just a. A, a story on prescription, you know, like y'all know that. I mean, a lot of people that just listening might not know this, you know, and a lot of people are like, Sice, man, why I didn't do this with the documentary? Why this part ain't in there? Why? I said, man, y'all gotta understand this is just the beginning. Yeah, I mean, chapter one. Yeah, chapter let, one. Let, let this let this motivate you to to do more to be a part of the next. You never know what the next one's well, coming. Maybe up, not. You know? Maybe it's the epilogue. True. Yeah. True. Well, that's what I think is really cool. So how this all started out was what is the epilogue? Isn't that Wait. the end? <laughs> oh, the epilogue the is the prelude. At the end. Is the, the beginning. Prelude. Jeez. No, this oh, is the end. Okay. How look, dark. we almost had an <laughs> error. Oh, <laughs> dumb. Thank you. Yeah, I, I looked in there. I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that. Well, well like Star it. Wars, you know, they had they didn't they go, go in backwards. order, so I'm not real sure. Well, hey, sometimes it started the end of the beginning. Exactly. So actually, that this conversation is a really good um, segue into the next part. So one of the first people who was really supportive of Keep Waco Loud was Prescription. Yeah. He was one of the first people to slide into our DMs and start re- <laughs> reposting our stuff, saying "Follow us, follow us," and yeah. we gained a good bit of our first follower base just Lots from Prescription. I'll be honest with you. Say that. I shared it. Because it was yeah. Keep Waco Loud, and I have a lot of followers who, who you know, are 420 friendlies, and they were kind of confused, <laughs> so they went and followed it. You know, what I'm <laughs> you know what? I think we got okay. a lot of followers yeah. from confusion, yeah. so it's fine. Well, I saw the interview that you guys did with Prescription, and I read it all the way through because as soon as I saw your logo, I thought, okay, I don't know what this is all about, but I like it. So I started following you guys, and I read the interview with Prescription, and I have a weekly segment called Texas Voices that covers all genres artists, musicians, and creatives. And I was like, this would be a really good interview. So that's when I reached out to Prescription and he starts telling me the story. And I thought, no, this is way more. And he he said, like, this isn't just about me. Like, th- there's a huge story here. And so then I thought, okay, well, we could turn it into a 30-minute special to air on 25 News, which has been a great supporter of all of this, which has been great. But Thank you. Yeah, honestly, between the radio station and the TV station, yes. we've worked together a lot. Um, So they're going to sponsor the documentary as well. But I was like, 30 minutes, like, it'll be so great. It'll be unprecedented. And then we got together for the first day of shooting at an invitation only studio here in Waco called Proper Studios. And this place, I mean, it is a vibe when you walk in. It really is. It really is. It's it's the most amazing studio and it's tucked away and it's hidden. Okay. So I'm not going to tell you where it is, but (laughs) they, they, they don't want anybody knocking on their door or anything like that. Like that, but um, Justin uh, runs the place, and uh, so does Domain, and it, it's it's amazing. Walked in there, and when I started hearing the stories, when Cam KT started telling me his story um, about his friend who got put into jail on his first felony for life and was 18 years old, you know, I, I'm not excusing I'm not excusing the crime that was committed, but when the punishment does not seem to fit the crime and completely ruins that person's life, I mean there. There's just some stories in there that literally I will never forget for my entire life. The stories that that people I feel like were waiting to share, like they were just they just were waiting to tell their story. And so we're like, okay, are we going to do this? So Prescription and DJ Size are executive producers. And we're like, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this right. We're going to do this to the best of our ability that we can do it. And then we started shooting a documentary (laughs) and that kind of got the ball Rolling no just from that one article that you guys did. Thank y'all. Round all of that. Round all of that. Round all round that. Thank you. From the first article. You can't say it, but we're bowing. They might not like this, but I, I always call them the ship and Joanna of hip hop. Uh, you know uh, That's what I call them. So, you know, uh, <laughs> they really are. I really appreciate y'all guys. I mean, for real, y'all, y'all done so much uh, yeah. in so little time. Yeah. It's, well, uh, it's amazing. Keep Wake Lot is not anything more than the people who are the community. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Katie and Jacob aren't cool. It's everybody around us well, who is cool. I don't know. You, <laughs> you look pretty cool. <laughs> Katie, you look pretty cool in that Waco in article. Oh, you I look did. like uh, yeah. the, hi- yeah. oh, the hype and the Hello. microphone are here.
here. Yeah. Are you the microphone or the megaphone? I was the amplifier. Amplifier. Oh. That's amplifier. now my hip hop name. Amp. That's little a, amp. Yeah, little amp. Mm-hmm. Little amp right here. Little, little amp. amp. Little, little hype. Amp. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it's been an amazing ride. It's been an amazing, you know, ever since May, we've had so much fun, met so many amazing people like yes. you two. Thank you. And, and Lindsay, oh my gosh, you're amazing you know what you know what it has been so much fun to put stories like you know when you want to get a story on the news usually you call up or you email and then you get ignored you know and yep. and like i it has been such a good thing for me that people can email me their story idea and if it's truly news but may have been ignored before i just get it on well it's and, like the backpack drive nobody yeah. had ever covered the backpack drive before right oh yeah big, big, big yeah big binkies family day barbecue does every, and, every and summer harder. Nine years. Ann Harder was going to get on the mechanical bull. Mechanical bull, yes. Yeah, she was. We were were raising money for it. It was crazy. We had a situation where the mechanical bull didn't work. Yeah. No. Uh, I think Ann was praying to baby Jesus. And baby Jesus said, Ann, you have been a good daughter. Hey, I will hey, break like, that hey, bull down. Ann. When I tell you, when I see Ann Harder in the hood in East Waco, I said, yeah, yeah. It's, beautiful it's going down. Well, we beautiful thing. Right <laughs> beautiful thing. And I had somebody Shout come up to, to me that said, oh, I thought you guys were just kind of like putting on a show. Like you were, you guys were just going to kind of show up for like 10 minutes and leave. And I'm like, no, that's not what I'm about. Like this has been for nine years and the local media hasn't covered it. That is wrong on our part. Lindsay so was out there we got to make it right. Yeah, oh, I had all my around. kids. Yeah. My little redheaded kids yeah. running around. <laughs> hey, when I tell you Miss Ann was walking around greeting people, her and her husband, I mean, they didn't just come for five minutes. They stayed for a while. I mean, they were out there walking around and just, you know, just chilling. You know, it, it was beautiful, man, you know, to see that. You know, But the real. kudos goes to Binky and everybody. Yes. Sice, sure. they've all been out there since day one. Day one. You oh, know, yeah, no doubt. they've been out there since day one, uh, putting uh, clothing on, on kids' backs, giving them backpacks, making sure they start the school off um, on the right foot. And I mean, to me, it's the least that I can do to to help that out. And shh, Binky might get his own day this year. It's going to be the 10th, 10th anniversary. 10th oh, anniversary? Wow. Don't tell nobody else. Don't tell so don't put this in the podcast? Else. No, it, it can go in the podcast. Just, but the people who listen to the podcast just shh. The, the shh was followed by a wink that you can't, that you can't yeah. hear. <laughs> You got to put inaudible <laughs> wink. No, but yeah. we're, you know, it's, it's Sign just, a petition. it's just working on, yeah, <laughs> it's just working on, um, you know, giving people credit where credit is definitely due. Definitely. Absolutely. That's yeah. Awesome. It's you touched on something about Ann Harder being in East Waco at the risk of using the gentrification word. How do you guys feel about what's going on in East Waco? When script first came to Brotherwell, he goes, I didn't know Brotherwell was here. Yeah. So we're seeing a lot of this sort of like blending of the community in that very specific area. Well, me, myself, I mean, I love it. I love to see, you know, to see the thriving uh, East Waco area come back to life. Some people may shine on it or say, oh, they're coming, they're taking over. Well, no, it's opportunity for everybody. I mean, it's opportunity for you to get one of those businesses down there that taxes may be up on, you know, knock them off and go get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's opportunity to see the growth back in Waco on that side of town. I love it. I love it. I feel like it's, I feel like once it comes there, it's going to spread into the community. Sure. You know, I already see new houses coming. My aunt lives over there and uh, right down where she stays at, there's two or three new houses developing right there and people are coming in moving in from all over and it's diversifying the, the area you know and it's, and it's keeping the crime out too you know they really sure. starting to keep the crime out more and things are getting better out there you know east waco starting to get a good rep and that's good and we need that for the city you know for sure yeah, I love it. I just think as long as everybody keeps their eyes open, you know, comedian Terry Blues and I had talked about this at length. I spent several years in Austin as a news reporter. And what happened over there is it's really seemed like people just started getting greedy. And the gentrification got to the point where it wasn't serving the community that was already there and people had to leave. They were losing their homes because they couldn't pay the property taxes. Knock on wood, I don't think that's going to happen in Waco. Our growth seems to be a little bit slower. And I just think it takes a lot of community members uh, who are knowledgeable and their eyes are wide open to what is happening so that they can make sure that the neighborhood is better, but looks like it should, that that we're not going too far. Absolutely. When I think one thing about, I've lived in a lot of cities and I've I've bounced around from town to town, but Waco has this like weird thing about it, not weird, a good thing about it, that they support local businesses. Like it's, there's no such thing as a corporate business here. It's like, I don't know. Starbucks over in East Waco. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to have a local coffee shop open up and people are going to go frequent that coffee shop. People are going to go shop and get their shoes at Hype Waco or they're going to go get their vintage 
vintage at Class A or, you know, you Get don't. Get that music from Floors Audio Capital. Yeah, there you go. go. Yeah. Shop local Waco. Yeah. Mike Shop. just set up a sign. <laughs> yeah. Producer Mike, thank you. As long as the community supports those local businesses, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a way for that money to thriving. just keep yeah. cycling back to the people mm-hmm. instead of going into pockets of people who don't care about this community. Which, by the way, one of the biggest eye-opener things to me is we have so many talented producers who can produce beats for you. Oh, so God. if you have like just the trailer of, well, first of all, all the music in the documentary are obviously local artists, Waco sure. artists. And a script is putting together um, a soundtrack for it, which is going to oh, be man. great. And he could talk about awesome. that a little bit more. But for example, I went to uh, De Niro DeGreat and said, hey, we're doing the movie trailer and we need the beat to be intense and then kind of rev up a little bit. And then, you know, just like make the best beat you could for a movie trailer. And he knocked it out of the Nailed park. It. Nailed, Nailed it. Nailed yeah, it. gives me did. chills. It, gi- it gives me chills too, just the music. It's and powerful, so that's one of those things before you get on, um, you know, killer tracks or something else, unless one of our Waco artists of all genres, um, you know, if they're selling their music on those sites, it'd be great for creators who are creating videos and that sort of thing to know where to go to get Waco beats so that we're supporting the artists who are actually in this film and in our city. And that was one of the things when we went to um, basically organize the event, I felt like we wanted to do this ethically. Like we want to make sure that we are going with a local t-shirt company, you know, that we are, that we're helping each other because that's what this is all about is, is helping each other and awareness of what's out there. Yeah, that's a good uh, segue, Lindsay. You said the event. Let us talk about the event. The reason we're all here at the table. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, this has been, I mean, literally, if I close my eyes, it still feels like a dream to me. But the Waco Hippodrome is going to be the location, and they have been fantastic to work with. So Deep in the Heart Film Festival is our presenting sponsor. Uh, Couldn't do it without Keep Waco Loud as well, (laughs) which has been fantastic. And so the documentary is premiering February 22nd. That's a Saturday from 6 to 7. Yeah, baby. Yeah. February 22nd. History, man. That's February 22220, right? Yeah. Doesn't that just sound good? Does. 0222202. That's a lot of twos. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And we have seating capacity of almost 500 people. So we're hoping to sell this thing out. Pack it out right now. Pack tickets it right out. now. Get, get your tickets your right now. Tickets now. Going like hotcakes. Yeah, get your tickets um, at the Waco Hippodrome website. Right now. But this <laughs> right is going to incorporate um, all the elements of hip hop. So uh, we're going to have DJ ADZ from Bread Camp DJs. They're another sponsor, which is awesome. And then we're going to have break dancers. Yes, Ooh. from six mm. to seven, and the um, the break dancing crew is led by a Waco native. Um, they're called Battlegrounds Crew. Okay. And um, that's going to be cool. And then we're going to have performances by uh, Verbal Seed and DQ Hampton. And then Sice made it happen. Who are you bringing in? Man, we're bringing in the legends, y'all. The legends. One of the first female MCs in Waco ever. Miss Donna C and her. Used to be her husband, but her ex-husband. DJ Scratchmaster T. Okay, yeah. that's who you were talking about earlier. I was like, Yeah, the guy that taught me everything I know. That's wow. I cannot yeah. wait. I'm so excited. He's a legend. What, what kind of setup is he going to have? Like you were saying, it's going to be. We're going we're gonna to bring out. I'm going to probably bring out one of my setups with the real wax. You know, we're going to bring the real turntables out. We're going to take it back That's in the day. You know, awesome. we're going back like old man edge ups. And then we're going to have check presentation as well. Um, Shiree is also going to perform. So we're trying to do some old school performers and some new performers new too, as yeah. well. Terry Blues is hosting, correct? Terry Blues yes, is Mr. hosting. Yes, Terry Blues. Terry 2020. <laughs> oh my goodness. And uh, yeah. you're going to have a Q&A at the end too. Who's all going to be on the panel? Oh my gosh. That's what we're so excited it's about. It's going to be huge. It's going to be exciting. Wild. So um, the three of us who are here so director uh executive producers and then size confirmed that hustlery is going to uh be on the panel and now a three-time grammy winning <gasps> producer s1 you got yeah. s1 symbolic one yeah uh. Wow. He is coming into town. He's going to do a book signing earlier in the day. And he's super inspirational for people that may not know his story. He grew up in Waco. He went to MCC and he's worked with Kanye, Beyonce, Madonna, Gladys Knight, Jay-Z, uh, Erica Badu. Oh, uh, who yeah, else? The list goes on. The list goes on. Eminem, yeah. Logic, Eminem. everybody. I mean, let's just Franklin. say Kirk this. Franklin. He just won a Grammy Franklin. for Kirk Franklin. He just yeah. won a Grammy. Oh, that's right. That's, that's the third. That's number But three. let's just talk about how he even has a blue check by 
by his name. I know. The How can check. I get one of those? The blue check. The blue check. He's got the blue check. So he, I mean, and that just shows yeah. you he's Mike working on it. Two, we got we have four, two, blue checks. four blue checks. <laughs> oh, just two. Wow. <laughs> okay, I got it. Sorry. Uh, but it's it's so awesome to see him come out. And I was I was actually a little nervous, I think, interviewing him. Script was there that day. Yeah. We interviewed him as well as uh, Anthony Oneself and King Tree, his brother Tremaine. They're in the group Verbal Seed, and that's three brothers, uh, and they're related to DQ Hampton. It's a whole family. It's like a dynasty. <laughs> Anyways, we went up to Dallas. What studio is that script? Uh, ooh, put me on the spot. That was... Um... It was so neat. Uh, it was legit. It, it's Billy. I know whose studio it is. Billy Sims. <laughs> Just keep describing it in really cool adjectives. <laughs> it was like cool and dark and lots of Gita equipment. Bob. I can't Gita think of the I cannot remember the name right cool. now. Are we rogue Mike, Mike, Can you look that up, please? <laughs> yeah, I keep thinking like in every situation, in every situation that I'm in, I keep thinking I am not cool enough to be telling this story. Like I, I am just so thankful that that all of these guys have let me in to tell their story but sat down um with s1 and the guys and uh valley of the kings valley Boom, it came, to me. came to me because i was about to say a studio with a really cool name yeah. <laughs> so valley of the king studio so thanks to them for letting us come out cool. um, but i went down to austin too i was in austin dallas and then of course waco to do filmings and it took about six months yeah. uh to film this documentary a whole lot of work yeah a lot of work a lot Shout of work. Out Lindsay. Shout a whole lot of work Lindsay for that. Look, and Kyle. And your team, your whole team. We had some uh, lost footage. I mean, there was was a lot of pain along the way. Oh, my goodness. So tell us some interesting stories that happened. I mean, good, bad. What's some cool things that that happened during filming? My Oh, can I say one? Yeah. My bad. My favorite thing was when T.O.G. Minor got the giggles. You remember that? (laughs) Yeah. Man, that killed me. That killed me. (laughs) If we had a blooper reel, that right there was still the show. I think think we'll have to put that out on, like, social media. All he was supposed to say is, like, you're watching the Waco Hip Hop Doc, uh, stay tuned. And he could not get it out. I mean, it was like, I'm like, aren't you a professional rapper? He started laughing <laughs> so hard. It was really cool interviewing Hustlery, though. And so for folks uh, who may not know who Hustlery is, just Google him. Uh, he is the godfather of Central Texas. Mr. Waco Kane. Yeah, he released an underground movie called Waco Kane and you guys talked about that in your yeah. Keep Waco oh, yeah. Loud yeah. interview with That's We have it on VHS. I'm hoping he's going to bring a bunch of stacks of DVDs or VHS tapes to sell at the um, at the premiere because we I'd love to pick up a copy. I'd knocked on okay I was given this location of where to interview him and I was like where am I going? <laughs> like, what, like what is this? I go up to the house and I can hear music on the inside so I know he's in there and I'm like knocking on the door and I'm just waiting. And I'm like, oh, is he going to open the door? I was waiting for many, many minutes. And then. Yeah, I think he called me or texted me or something I, like, Sice, yeah. is he here or what? Is he here? I mean, there's music on the other side. That Like, what's happening? And then all of a sudden he opens the door. And when you're in his presence, you, I, I just feel like you immediately respect him. The he Godfather. was. Yeah, he was in the military and came back to Waco during a time when we were number one per capita for murders. And he talked about feeling hmm. like he just went from one war to the next, wow. you know, and he just uh, I would say he had so much ingenuity. Um, and like he said, I mean, he's he's a hustler. So he you know, he was being able to to push music out onto the streets uh, to people and I think really impacted the, the Waco industry beyond Waco as well. Beyond. I mean, he's got fans in Germany, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. He Other sold, countries. Sold, he sold a lot of units. He sold over 100,000 yeah. units. Yeah. Wow. I mean, wow. exactly. I felt to me it was just very special that he was willing to open up and, and tell his story. That's thanks to Sice, though. I mean, Sice definitely was able to. For sure, man, because I was trying to pull that off. We was having we was having trouble. Yeah. I'm glad Sice came through. <laughs> a couple of people had to be convinced. Oh, <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> A couple of favors, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Paid yeah. for a favor. So, yeah. Hey, man, but like watching the preview and, and getting to screen some of the film and stuff, like yeah. Yeah, getting to see E yeah. talk on that screen, man, like it's such a good feeling. Like just to yeah. see E on that screen, man, it's, it's amazing. It's going to be really cool to see it in the big screen Ooh, at the Hippodrome. Wow. Yes. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be cool. That's awesome. <laughs> February 27th. It's going to be cool. We all got to see the trailer last night and it oh, we blew us away. Like, it was great. <laughs> you guys can air the trailer on the podcast if you like to. Okay. Oh. Okay. The yes, audio that would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we you go definitely ahead and, uh, could. Let's do that. Let's do it right now. Let's do it right All now. Right. 
you're really digging from the underground for real. When they say underground, when you're in Waco, you're really underground. Like a diamond in the rough because we got so much talent out here. Like so much talent. We up for the, for the challenge. Just open up the door. We're going to walk in. Waco uh, makes you grind. It was like the whole city kind of pitching in ideas, pitching in work, hard work. To be honest, I call it soul music. You know, it's in the soul, it's in me. You know, it can't be put on you. It gotta be put in you. And we, we moved the CDs like it was dope. It was our legal dope. I mean, it was legal dope music. We're just like any other genre of music, man. We just want to speak our mind. This story gets deeper to us, so this is a real story. It's hard to lose a child. You know, the night my little brother died, he lost his life in the fight for this hip hop scene. You can easily get caught in the underworld and have your life snatched from you just like that. I use it as inspiration. This is where you come and you can have nothing. You can be from nothing. It's one person believes in you, and you can change your whole life with this music. We gotta shine our own lights. We got to. Chill bumps. Literal full body chills. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. I stole that Amazing. from Crime Junkies. Shout yeah. out to you, Size. You were very early today. Yeah, I was on time. You know, I told the script, I said, I put it in my phone a little 30 minutes early so I'd be on time. You know. <laughs> so, <laughs> honestly. I'm, I'm, really, I'm trying to get more precise this year. You know? There you go. There you go. <laughs> but honestly, don't be late to the documentary premiere because there's no, going to be right. so much happening. I mean, the program starts. Yeah, you got to get there early. You got to be on that red carpet. Right. Red yeah. carpet is from six to seven. When are the professional photos going to be taken? From six to seven. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All rappers report Katie at five o'clock. That means they'll be there at six. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> just tell them to be there at noon and then we'll see what happens. Right, but why don't we uh why don't we talk about uh, we're gonna have what uh, uh Scuba Valley there the, yeah. Yeah. doing Man, some pieces. Scuba Valley you know? is yeah. he's a piece of truth. So we were talking about all the elements of hip hop being incorporated in this and big shout out to MC Art Supplies because Huge. they're supplying Huge. all Huge. of the spray paint for Scuba Valley to it's do like this. Fifty cans of spray paint. Y'all, it's right? like 50 cans. Exactly. Scooby hard. Scooby gonna kill. Yeah. yeah and Scooby, Scooby is our official artist of the Waco Hip Hop documentary. So yeah. not only will he be creating graffiti art out front, so as soon as you walk up to the Hippodrome, you're going to see that. It's amazing. And we will raffle that off. So you could have a chance of winning that one-of-a-kind piece Scooby. of art. Wow. Yeah. That's big. Well, right that's going to be really cool. But then he's also creating the movie poster. And so um, I'm looking forward to seeing that because he got to screen the film uh, and and he said that he's got a lot of inspiration for uh -oh. what he's going to do gonna about Already he said that. It's going to be yeah. major. It's going to wow. be major. Yeah. Gonna That's going to be good. So we've actually mentioned a lot of the sponsors that are helping put this show on and making it the amazing premiere that it's going to be. Um, let's kind of like run through them just to recap them and give them the shine that they deserve. Yeah. Can I do it like a micro machine man? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, here we go. Definitely shout out to 25 News, Deep in the Heart Film Festival, One of a Kind Records, 94.5 The Beat. Keep Waco loud. Hey, loud. Creative Waco, Black Sun Media, Bread Camp DJs. Oh, yeah. And BMI. 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 Let's talk about BMI. BMI is a huge supporter of musicians and what they do. They make sure that artists get paid. And they have an, a new office in Austin now. And I reached out to Mitch Ballard, who runs the office. He completely supports what's going on in the Waco music scene. And he said, absolutely, BMI will be a sponsor of this event. And so he's also going to record a special message that's going to run right before the documentary oh, just so to cool. let everybody know um, how BMI is supporting our artists. So if you that's don't have big, your... Huge. That's big. Exactly. And and that's a, a kind job. of one of those business things for artists to remember to make sure that they sign up, um, yeah. you know, so that they can get paid for the work that they do. And then MC Art Supplies coming through with the spray paint for the graffiti. Huge. They are one of our huge sponsors, as well as Waco Gold Grills and Players Bell Bonds. So thank you, thank you to the community who's really making this happen. For real. Last, last uh, shout out to Skunk By Us. Yeah, Skunk By Us is going to be um, an official vendor, and they're going to be selling that Bluesville merchandise that is so beautiful. Si got over here one with the exclusive. Yeah. exclusive. Oh, Jacob, you are wearing it. Yeah, Katie, yeah. describe it for our listeners. It's sexy. <laughs> That's all you need to know. 
And so, a wordsmith. Of course, Terry. Terry is our MC, so I love that. You know, it's going to be a His fun gear time. Is be oh, out there. Who's actually in the studio today? I see Ontario uh, too. He's about to bust in. Oh, not, rushing in. Wearing the Terry Blues uniform. Y'all talking, talking about me? <laughs> I'm taking Scripps' mic because just like him, the white man takes all everything from us, so I'm gonna take his. Uh, <laughs> but I will be hosting. It's your boy Terry Blues, uh, your local Waco neighborhood comedian. But I'm also worldwide, worldwide, worldwide. Uh, yeah, but Terry, Terry remember when you and I met at Deep in the Heart Film Festival last year, and you were like, "Who is this girl coming around?" And wait, wait, what? <laughs> Yo, you know what's funny? I talked and you, I talked about it on our podcast about like when we first met, and you were like, "I was telling you about bridging that gap between Waco," and then I started seeing you actually going to do it. I was like, "Man, she gained so much respect for me." Like, love it because I see you actually involving yourself in the community and bringing these bridges together. It's like, you know what I mean? We got yeah. Sisa, uh hip hop Waco legend, and you running the news station it was like oh man we get so much light yeah. on the places that would normally not get this sort of attention yeah we're trying yeah man Keep i really appreciate out, it <laughs> yeah real talk real talk yeah. real talk i think uh terry when we met and we talked about this in an earlier podcast but i think it was the week before the texas voices episode of terry blues launch and i was yeah. like oh terry's cool <laughs> uh, and don't let terry fool you okay he was an interrogator in the u.s army okay so he's terry got, got two degrees <laughs> yeah i got a lot of talents man I I just, uh, <laughs> modesty. Yeah, yeah. You can't talk no, about no, it. No, no, I'm a. Oh, I can't say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, Cut that out, Mike. Leave it up to the comedian. The podcast. Leave it to the comedian. One of my favorite things, though, was Terry made a post one time and he called me the trillest news anchor. (laughs) Can you say that one more time, Lizzie? Um, I am officially the trillest news anchor. Can we send that to Bun B? Can we feel that? Send that to Bun B? For real, the trillest. I had to Google that word. I was like, trillest. She had to Google it. And the Urban Dictionary came up and it basically meant the realest, greatest. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like the GOAT, but... Yeah. The Texas style. Texas, yes. Yeah. In Texas, that means you're real. I'm officially the trillest news anchor in Waco. <laughs> no cap. No cap. <laughs> For real, for real. <laughs> for real, for real. Amazing. Oh, um, All right, I'm going to try to get back to it. I'm going to get out of here. It's been your boy, Terry Blues. Terry 2020. Terry Blues, everyone. I can't, right. say, the oh, slogan. I can't say the slogan because it cusses. Terry ain't nothing right. 2020, you know. <laughs> I heard Scooby's running against him for entertainment commissioner. Uh, Scooby will beat him. Scooby will beat him. Hands down. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> fake news. Do not believe the cupcake scandal. <laughs> it is Fake news. <laughs> Y'all. It wasn't a cupcake, neither. It was a cookie. Honestly, I was there. Our comedy scene. <laughs> oh, man. We're yeah, talking about yeah, our, comedy, yeah, 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 our music scene is is so good now. And our comedy scene is really good, too. I mean, it's a great time to be in Waco. Honestly, the things, you know, I lived in Austin for a really long time. And the things that I wanted to do in Austin, I couldn't because it's so saturated. Everybody's doing something. Everyone. And when you're in Waco, you can truly be yourself and people will support you. It, it can be hard. Like, Hustlery said, it's hard to get respect in Waco doing the music thing. I mean, people sometimes think, well, what are you really doing? You know, but we've got folks here that have had a million hits on their videos and they live right here. They still live here. And oh. so. And my sons, they, yeah. they were on World Star over a million hits before my godson was murdered. You know what I'm saying? Oh. You know, so yeah, it happens right here in Waco. I mean, on World Star, look it up right now. Lonely, King ENG. It's on World Star right now over a million hits. Over a million. I think it's a matter of us, though, talking about it so that other people can know, you know, what Waco has and, and why this area really is, you know, special. But at the end of the day, they got to be you like Baylor. You got to be you like there Baylor. Goes. There he <laughs> goes. Be, be you, you man. like Baylor. <laughs> got to be you like Baylor, baby. Do you be guys you. have any uh, ending comments you want to make? This is a good question for Sice. What did you think when you first saw me and you were like, what? Is this girl? Is nah, she nah, I didn't really? think like that. It was just, I don't know. I was just kind of really still overwhelmed with the whole situation. You know what I'm saying? When I first met you, it was at the uh, taping, first mm-hmm. taping that we yeah. did over there at the uh, proper studios. And you know me, I just kept it real with you. That's it. I mean, once I kept it real, Lindsay was like, man, you're, you know, everything you said was so real. You know, we need to, you know, we just started talking and we just started being cool. It was just real. You know, it wasn't nothing fake about it. And that's what I like about you. It wasn't nothing fake about you. You know, and I pray for this moment. I pray for this circle you see right here. I pray for the circle that's in the room. I pray for everybody in this building to 
to come together like what we're doing right now. I mean, I really pray for this. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is something I said, not on the mic. I said this in there in the room earlier. It wasn't on the mic. So it's ain't like it's scripted or nothing. This is just, I really pray for this. Like, I pray for this. And and God's really bringing it to fruition. So it's a blessing, like, you know. It is. And so now I kind of wonder, where do we go from here? Like, after the documentary oh, is over. The sky's the limit now. Only you know, I don't want people to pat <clears throat> each other on the backs and say, that was really fun. Yeah. And then just stop. Yeah. I want people to sit in the seats, watch the story, learn something they didn't know before. And then I want them to go out and be the best creator that they can be. If they've been thinking about writing a book, write that book. I'll help you promote it. Yes. I'll put it on the news. You know, if you're thinking about, you know, making a new music video or, or you know, you're thinking about uh, creating a new piece of artwork, do it. Try it. There's a community here that is trying to support each other and make each other better. And so, you know, just I'm hoping it, it'll motivate people to do more because we're already going to start working on some more documentaries after this. Oh, Absolutely. That's fantastic. I guess that's back, so cool. back to the, uh, not the prologue. This is the, <laughs> I'm sorry, not the epilogue. This is the prologue uh, of the story of the music arts and entertainment scene that is blossoming here in Waco. What about the music video contest? Do you guys oh. Want to talk about that? Oh, yes, absolutely. So if you are listening to this podcast the day it airs, which is February 10th or the uh, days following it, the Heart of Texas Film Festival and us, Keep Waco Loud, are going to be doing the 254 video music video race. Uh, and it is going to be a pretty cool two week long boots on the ground. Make the best music video that you can. You could do it on an iPhone. You could do it on a professional camera. You can do it on a flip phone if you got one. There is no limit to what you can do and we're really excited to see what Waco can create in such a short period of time. Yeah. The cool thing is whoever wins that, the audience at the documentary are going to vote for the winner. The top three finalists are going to be screened at the documentary and then the audience is going to vote on it and the winner is going to get $200 gift card for the videographer, $200 gift card for the musician and or musical act if it's a band and then you're going to be an official selection of Deep in the Heart Film Festival. So that means not only did your music video get screened at the documentary premiere to almost 500 people, but then you're going to be in, in the film festival, which happens in August. Add that to a resume. I know. Yeah, that's that's like, wow. Yeah, for real. Exactly. And you get to come and be on the Keep Waco Lab podcast too. Yes, oh, you will. Right. Ooh, that's big, that baby. So it, I, I feel like that's one example of just our whole community working together. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. All right. Let's do it. What's the what's the meanest? Uh, how, how about what's the meanest thing anybody's ever said to you about being on the news? <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! I remember one time this guy was like making fun of you for sitting on the the washing machine in that cute picture. Oh yeah, oh, yeah that was funny. There were people that that were uh, trolling me about that, and then one viewer wrote in and said my boobs were uh, mismatched, like I had one bigger than the other. Rude. Oh. And I'm like, no, I can guarantee you they're both the same size. <laughs> They're Viewers. supposed to be watching the news. They, yeah, they pay attention to all the wrong things. Viewers are weird. <laughs> I should be, you know, worrying about like, you know, like local city politics or something. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Register to vote, dude. Yeah. So, Scrip, uh, what about you? <laughs> Have you ever had any internet trolls? You got like 10,000 followers. Somebody's got to be mean out there for you. Uh, I mean, you know, for sure. You always get a couple uh, internet trolls. Like, shout out Jigglypuff Muffin on the comments on YouTube. <laughs> I don't know who that guy is, but he be hating heavy. For real, for real. Jigglypuff Muffin? That's his okay. name, Jigglypuff Muffin. Wow. nice name. My boy James be commenting back on every video. He'll comment, I'm just waiting on Jigglypuff Muffin to pop back up. <laughs> He'd be mad, but uh, oh not really, man. Uh, other than that, probably the, the the comedy beef that uh that that Terry has stirred up with these Dallas cats, oh X and them. Uh, X put my name on the flyer, so I made a I made a meme about him, and now it's, it seems to be snowballing. I might have to I might have to roast yeah, him. He was comedy talking event. smack about my mustache. What? Yeah, the beautiful was? mustache there. What he was also he thinking? called you the mayor of Waco. This comedy. is me bunching my fists together. <laughs> That crosses the line. How dare you? My you favorite thing mustache. is when viewers, when someone leaves a nasty comment to me and then my other viewers will just like come to my defense and they'll be like, she's a single mom of four kids. Get off her case. Her boobs are straight. I'm like, I'm like, thank you. If you ever need some like backup in the comment section, yeah. like we got your back. I know. I'm like, script. You'll I'll be there. <laughs> I had a guy roast me on a trade, uh, a trade website one time, but he had a, a grammatical error. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I read. I think I seen it. So I put that out real fast. 
You ain't like, never had no no crazy sitting outside oh, the radio station, has. man. I bet he has. No crazy callers. Man, my stuff be way deeper than y'all. I didn't ask <laughs> <laughs> some of my stuff ain't been laughing matters, you know what I'm saying? I had some crazy situations. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know. I haven't had too I many wanna speak, I don't even want to speak on it. Just be get crazy. You get crazy sometimes in my world. Yeah. Real. Good God. I try I... to leave those stories out. Yeah, yeah, me too. I didn't think about it, but when y'all was talking about all the stories, I was like, I had some crazy incidents. I just started thinking about all the crazy <laughs> stuff, and I was like, I can't even tell them. <laughs> like, it's going crazy. Witness protection. Well, we might want to have you back to, if you feel comfortable enough to tell some of these crazy stories. Yeah, yeah, I will. I, will. I think it's a good stories, you know what I'm saying? I, I think it was. <laughs> Well, I we had to get a uh, we had to get a fence with barbed wire on the top. I mean, it you know because people yeah. people just take it a little too far. Yeah, sometimes yeah. they do. Yeah, for real, sometimes they do. We uh, we've never had any crazy trolls, but uh, one time somebody like a crazy comment thread like started happening where somebody like tagged their friend and was like, "Man, I wish I didn't live in Waco." <laughs> and then the other person commented back like, "Yeah, this place is whack." <laughs> just like they're having their own when conversation. People, when people comment or like What's up with you? like my aunt Nancy will like comment. <laughs> on my Facebook, you know, it's like a story about a puppy dog and she's like, oh, I love that, you know, whatever you did. The other, and I'm like, Aunt Nancy, like, send it in a text message. Like, don't comment <laughs> randomly commenting on my Facebook page about stuff that does not have to do with that. Shout out that to my mom. That happens to you all oh, the time. Oh, yes, my Tracy. My mother, who I love. Oh, yeah, Tracy. I said Tracy she is, is my favorite person on the internet. She's, she's gonna, She loves you so much, so that is gonna, like, make her She's heart my flutter. favorite person on the internet. Love you, mom. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I cannot talk about internet trolls without mentioning Keep It Down Waco. What? What? It's Dustin Weens. It's got like eight followers, but maybe now I don't have 20. But uh, <laughs> Dustin Weens started a Facebook page called Keep It Down Waco. And all he just, he just is like, hey guys, it's raining. There's nothing going on in Waco tonight. You can stay home. Yeah, let's keep it down. <laughs> keep, Wait, it down. keep it down. Which, which brings me back to, I love that you guys were pretty mysterious there for a while because there are some like accounts that I wonder I'm like who's running that account who's, yeah. who's running Waco live music scene hmm oh I know that one I know I think I might I've cracked that code but do you think you know I do Ooh, we'll talk after. We can't talk about it on the on the mic. Yeah, <laughs> but when in, when I was in Austin and that cobra snake uh, was on the loose. Oh my God, our friend Albert what? went yes. with that thing too, didn't he? <laughs> Slice just looked it, at me like, what? What? It was a cobra. It was a snake? cobra snake on the loose. I didn't hear about this story. And yeah. it happened a couple of years ago, and a Twitter account popped up called like Austin Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> And so I, I interviewed the real guy, but I interviewed him behind a uh, plant. So I. <laughs> This was a real news story. <laughs> in Austin? Yes. The Cobra was still alive, so it was not in poor taste, but the Cobra did get run over, and the Twitter account had to die with him. Oh, my. Oh. Wow, so it really was the Cobra losing. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I'll have to Google that story. Oh, my God. I want to watch the, see the interview somebody from behind a plant. Well, I actually saw his face and, you know, talked to him, and then I was like, this will be hilarious if I put you behind this plant at Starbucks, and then that way we don't reveal your identity you're it's still a mystery and he like worked at like apple or someplace mm. like he was he had way too much time on his hands and created that twitter account yeah and he had a ton of followers there's a lot of those waco instagrams that like when you meet the person behind the instagram yeah. you're like oh this is crazy yeah like i met the waco wise guy the other day and i was like oh that's that's it's this is weird i just know you as waco wise well let's talk about when you meet somebody in real life that you're friends with oh on... it's the worst yeah. i don't know what you look like and yeah. you're like and then all of a sudden you're like okay because like i talk to that person all the time on facebook but i see them right now in the store do i say hi do i act like do we act like we really know each other it's usually like or backwards just... for me like they usually like come up and carry a conversation with me and i'm like trying to think in my head like, like that? Yeah. yeah how do i know i'm trying to listen to everything they say and figure out how do i know this person and i just don't know that person yeah, it's kind of awkward <laughs> for real it really is prescription no. groupie <laughs> no, I just that, that internet, prescription man. groupie yeah <laughs> Front row every time. Every time. I'll take it. Uh, well, guys, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. No doubt. We have fun. Um, thank you. We look forward to the hip hop doc premiere. Yeah. February 22nd, once more, 2020. Hit Waco Hippodrome. Okay, I got a would you rather. Okay. This is my favorite would you rather. So I'm doing this for my oh, favorite group of people, okay? And this is go. very serious. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. Right. This is my favorite one. Would you rather your significant other slowly turn into a goat 10% every year? Don't laugh. This is serious. <laughs> or find out that you've been a goat all along. 
<laughs> what? Isn't that the plot line of Shallow Hal, basically? <laughs> she wasn't a goat. It kind of. Okay. So here it is. Again, your significant other slowly turns into a goat 10% every year. Like Pinocchio. Like Pinocchio, yes. Or this whole time you've been a goat, which means your friends have just been hanging out with a goat. You're not even talking. You're just like, man, you know, M- my answer. I am a goat. Yeah. Hey, Boom. hey the, the yeah. goat. I, I, do you see this? What is this? The goatee. The goat. I am the goat. Oh, <laughs> Billy goats. Size. <laughs> man. I'm definitely going to say I'd rather be the goat than see the other person. <laughs> yeah. Slowly change. Cause yeah. like, I don't have to look Look at myself being the goat. Or, or in both instances, are you also a goat, but your significant other is slowly turning into a goat with you? <laughs> no, I don't no. want any of that. I just want to be a goat. Like goats are really nice, and they like jump on what? things. They're goats not. eat everything. A goat goats eat your car. Great. A They'll goat almost car. killed me when I was like nine years old. <laughs> what? Yeah, my oh uncle my had to like flip him on his back, and he just told me to run. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, we got to bring farm stories. We got to bring you out to the pondo. Uh, my boy Cadillac is yeah. in there. Got to take you to the pondo. He has plenty of goats out there, so we got plenty of goat stories out there. I'm not. In, I don't think goats are good at all. I think they're goats are like eat, eat your siding off your house. Yeah. I think this is a ripped off joke, but they call goats nature's politicians. <laughs> <laughs> now, if it was llama, I would definitely. I stayed in a llama farm recently, yeah. and they are so lovely. Hey, those pictures yeah. were wild. Y'all stayed in an RV. No, right. It was this, and it had no heat and no hot water in Santa Fe, in Where Santa Fe, New Mexico. Wow. Okay, so how much is an Airbnb that's an RV with no water and no air? It was like fifty-five dollars a night for real. I think so, that's, hey, that's hey, priced hey. pretty well. I could see y'all doing naked in the fray then. If y'all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For real, if y'all did that, y'all might was gonna do naked and afraid. Yeah. Dude, it. man, it was so cold. And every morning we wake up and there'd be snow on the ground. And then wow. by the end of the day, it'd be gone. But then the next morning with no heat, we're like, and y'all no paid way. for that. You know what I mean? Like, like you could have slept we in the car, you'd have been warmer. Mm-hmm. Y'all paid for that experience. But it brought you closer together. A lot of cu- hey, a lot stuff of cu- white people, a lot do. of cuddling, doing <laughs> stuff white people. Do. Oh my god, you you want to know what the whitest white person thing I've ever done before? Yes, please tell us. Tell us all. Paid like two hundred dollars to tour Graceland. Oh, Y'all, no. you sound like the people. It's no. nothing but a bunch of white people up in there <laughs> walking around about our favorite blackest white person. Okay, because uh-huh. Elvis had way more soul and moves than most white people do. Okay, <laughs> and I'm in there and I see all the other white people that overpaid to look at Elvis's house. Two hundred dollars is a lot. Wow. Because they charge, because they charge you to go in. Then they charge you if you want to see the airplanes. Of course, you want to see the airplanes. Why you're not going to show up and then go? Mm, I'm good on the airplanes. No, you want to see that and then they have all these add-ons and I'm like all of a sudden it's $200 and I literally look at Kyle my future second husband and I'm like this is the whitest thing we have ever done And I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to enjoy it. But like, I'm never again paying Peak that much whiteness. money. It was amazing. Did, did they have the toilet? Did they I, have the toilet there? I didn't see a toilet. I saw the jungle room. The jungle room? Yeah. Man. I mean. Elvis out. Wow. <laughs> guys, uh, I love you guys so much. Thank you, you for being here. We love you back. Appreciate it. <laughs> love you. I just want to thank all you guys for yes, everything. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for the city and just letting us be a part of it too. Thank you for having us. Um, we appreciate y'all so much and uh i can't wait to see what we all get to do together in the future 2020 keep wake aloud the podcast is produced by oni chan productions our theme music is by fish hands if you like what you hear you should check them out on Bandcamp. please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and if you really like us give us a five-star rating you can also find us on facebook instagram twitter or check out our website where you can buy merch or even see some local events coming up thanks again for tuning in so Lindsay Lipman talked about getting into Graceland. She did talk about right? getting into Graceland. So I want to tell you a story about how I got into Graceland. Did you pay $200? No. I talked my way in in the middle of the night while it was raining. The guard <laughs> there. I talked myself and my friend into the grounds and we were able to walk around unencumbered. I 100% Whoa. believe this. Yep. Yeah, this sounds real. It's a real thing. Yeah. We took a road trip one time in a very bad car with a cooler in the back seat full of beanie weenies 
and I think water. Be- What's a beanie, beanie weenie? weenie? You don't know what a beanie weenie is? Is it just I like don't. Franks and beans? Yeah, that's oh, all okay. it is, but it's in the tiny little squat cans. Oh, you know, yeah, the okay. Top. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can just eat them. It's just oh, man, guzzle beanie weenies. Great. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> we stayed in a hotel in Memphis. The lock didn't work on the door. The room smelt like raid. Great. And, um, the bathroom ceiling had a hole in it and some dog food on the floor. That's the room we paid for. <laughs> and so we had to sleep in shifts. Anyway, we talked our way in. So it was fun. That's amazing. Yeah, it was great. great it was great. Story. I should have been shot. Beanie Weenies. Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by Beanie Weenies. Mm. Hit us up, Beanie Weenies. Franco-American. Well, on that note, <laughs> I guess we should talk about this week's featured artist. Yeah. I don't know your featured <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell Jacob on purpose. Uh, <laughs> Jacob, we're, tell we're, us about we're, that we're featured artist. All, yeah, well, you know, he's been called the songbird of his generation, <laughs> or her. Um, they, we don't judge. They, yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, let's let's hear it. This week, our featured artist is actually Jordan and Jermaine, and they have come to our open mics a couple of times, and they're two very talented and- A lot of energy. So much energy and confidence, and I wish I had that much confidence at that yeah. age. And, like, and, uh, or talent. Just cool. Like, very cool. <laughs> very cool. Well-dressed. Dudes. They're always cool. well-dressed. If you like what you hear, please go to our website. We'll have links to all of their social media and their music where you can listen to them follow them on social media and uh we hope you enjoy dj precise run that track This has been a Rogue Media Network podcast.